I have mixed feelings. It was nice the last two weeks to be at the family cottage by the lake. The water was nice and the weather was great. But it's also good to be back here in my uh, community of faith. Yesterday, an um, interesting question was asked me. I was attending a baseball game watching my grandson play. They won. But my granddaughter, who was now attending a Roman Catholic high school, said, somebody came to her and says, oh, I said, you Christians, you are cannibals. And she said, Uki, that means grandfather in Finnish, old man. Is that true? And I said, well, to someone who does not know the Christian faith and uh, really uh, doesn't know much about it, yes, we are cannibals. But to those who believe and those who belong, it is our spiritual food which has sustained generations before us and will continue to sustain our faith and courage in the generations to come. So, and now she looked at me, she says, oh, now I understand. of faith. And the second reading, it gives us a glimpse of some of the problems, problems that the writer of James was encountering. He boldly states and writes that no one can tame the tongue. Do you think this is true? With the human tongue we bless God and also curse those who are made in the likeness of God. It seems like people in the time, that time, this particular passage of scripture was written, they suffered from foul mouth disease. They cursed one another and probably did a lot of gossiping. Have things changed? Are we any better or worse than the people we hear about within the Holy Scriptures? Our little community, does not contain people who cannot control their tongues from gossiping, cursing, lying, telling lies. Sin is sin, and we too suffer just as much as the people within the book of James. What is said to the community then holds true for us today. And maybe that old saying is true. If you cannot say anything good about someone, then don't say anything at all. I know of one person who cannot help himself by using a very crude remark which invokes the name of our Lord when something goes wrong. My only comment to this person is, at least you know who to call upon when in trouble. But I pray you also call upon him at other times, too, and not just in anger or cursing. 
Have you ever been ashamed of someone? You did not want to be associated with someone because you were embarrassed. I think we all have experienced that at some time within our life, probably uh, when we were in teenagers. I experienced it when in my teens, hanging around for the first time downtown Toronto at the Eaton Center, looking real cool with the rest of the guys when someone says, hey, isn't that your mom and dad over there? I don't think so, let's get moving on. They won't notice me. In the gospel, Jesus issues a strong warning about our being associated with him. And he says quite plainly that those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed. Now, I don't think Jesus is talking about the kind of embarrassment we may have felt as teenagers denying the existence of parents when we were young and foolish. Jesus' comments came right after he told the crowd what it means to become a follower of Christ. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. That is a very tall order to fill. And for many, the challenge is just too great. It's a sad comment, but in our society, I think we care more about ourselves than we do about anybody else. Who here wants to become a millionaire? Every one of us would put our hands right away. Who wants the community of Welland to know and love Jesus Christ, the Son of God, someone who gives us life for eternity and not just for today? Our church, and it is, made up of servants of Christ, followers of Jesus, who pick up their cross, serving one another as brothers and sisters. To do so is to listen to the voice of our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ, and not to the voices which exploit, exploit human society and our resources. You know, I still remember that TV commercial. I think it was selling maple leaf sandwich meats, and it was showing a man holding a sandwich, and he's yelling, back off, get your own sandwich. I said, when I saw that, I was kind of horrified. I said, well, what's that teaching our children? To be selfish, greedy, with no manners at all? Whatever happened to our ability to be concerned and care for one another and share our resources rather than hoard them for ourselves? The central message of our gospel has never changed. We have a God who loves us so much that he sent his only son into our world who gave his life for us. And this is the love we Christians dare to spread and tell openly to a world consumed on wanting everyone to be rich, each eating their own sandwich, not willing to share. We are not ashamed of whom we believe in, and we continually invite everyone to join us as we are the followers of Jesus Christ, and each day we are picking up our cross and following the one who loves us most. Amen. Oh,